In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. What does it look like to be yourself and live in the freedom of Jesus during those middle and high school years? In her latest book, Be Loved, social media influencer and speaker Emma May Jenkins chronicles her high school journey through sports, work, school, friends, and even navigating the lunchroom, all while living out her faith. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I welcome back Joel Mutamale. Joel serves as Director for Theology for Proverbs 31 Ministries, which is led by Lisa Turkurst. He's also a PhD student in theology at the Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Joel lives in Charlotte, but originally he's from Chicago. And aside from discussing theology, he enjoys talking about Chicago sports, especially Michael Jordan, and Chicago-style deep dish pizza. So with that in mind, Joel, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Champ. Thanks for having me back. So what verse do you have for us today, Joel? Um, Today, I would love for us to turn to Galatians chapter 3. Man, I I love the Apostle Paul, and so now you guys have heard me uh, uh, mention a a Paul verse twice here, Um, but Galatians 3 verse 28. Paul says this, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. All right, so let's start off by paraphrasing the verse. That's what we typically do right off the bat. So if you were to put mm-hmm. this verse in your own words, Joel, how would you state it? I would say, you, uh, friends, you don't have to look at our ethnicity or our cultural background or our gender and create distinctions and division around that. In fact, all of those things are all unified and are unified under the person of Jesus Christ. Uh, And so we can have unity because of Jesus. So I'm looking forward to hearing why you chose this verse. Why is it important to you, Joel? Yeah, man, this is, Tim, this is very important. And and we sat in a class together, Mm -hmm. uh, a PhD class together, uh, Advanced Systematic Theology, and we talked about the image of God. And so if we were sitting across from each other with coffee in hand um, and everybody listening, you would see that I am Indian. Um, And Champ is not Indian. Champ is white, uh, Caucasian. And um, my children, three little boys under the age of seven, are half Indian and half white. And if we turned on uh, the news today, we would see an immense amount of, of sorrow. Um, there's distrust and division amongst people of different ethnicities. Um, and it is really tragic uh, in a sense. And so one of the things that I have felt in my life is that this type of tragedy is not excluded from even our local church context. Sadly, mm-hmm. um, there has been division. There is division. There is deep hurt uh, amongst brothers and sisters that all love the same Jesus, that all hold high the word of God, uh, yet they've found themselves divided. And so this particular verse in Galatians, it is an anthem for me because it reminds me, and, and I think it should remind all of us that have a deep love and affection for Jesus, that 
our ethnic um, markers, our uh, cultural backgrounds are all unified underneath Christ. Christ never intended for us to live divided or divisive, but to live unified uh, in the same image that we see of the Trinity of the Godhead, uh, unity in the midst of diversity. Well, that makes me want to read the verse again. But before I do that, is there anything we need to know by way of the setting or the background of this verse, Joel? Yeah, I mean, one of the settings is a little more generic or larger, but the the Apostle Paul, he is planting churches and he is talking to um, people um, that are (laughs) intensely diverse. When he talks about Jews and Greeks, I mean, these are antithetical people. Um, so much so that the Jewish tradition, I mean, there was all kinds of purification rites in order for a Gentile to even come into contact with them or to come into worship with them. Right. And so um, what Paul is doing here is he's speaking to essentially churches and church plants that are now being called into unity that would have looked very different from their cultural context. And this is what I love about scripture. That is no different from our cultural context today. And so it gives me hope to see what Paul was able to accomplish with the power of the gospel within these churches that he planted, which is also what I believe we're called to today. So from one diverse culture in the first century to another diverse culture here in the United States today, this is Paul's message from Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what it says. There is no Jew or Greek, slave or free male and female, since you are all one in Christ Jesus. So, Joel, that seems like just a pretty straightforward statement of reality that we now enjoy in Jesus Christ as Christians. What makes it so difficult for us to live this verse out? You know, I think one of the challenges is, um, you know, sorry, this is, may sound a bit crass, but I think part of it is our self-centeredness. It is often that that there are things that, that we have, preferences that we may have, wishes and desires that we may have that supersede um, what God has called us to. And so when those things become primary things in our lives, it creates more division. Um, and also just the fact that um, we may, again, preferences, it may be easier for me to hang out with, live alongside with. Um, be in community with people who look like, act like, and talk like me. Um, It might be more difficult to step out of my comfort zone, to get to know other people that don't look like or talk like or act like me, yet that's what the gospel calls us to. And so one of the things that makes this so hard is that it almost works against that very broken human desire for comfortability uh, and also mm-hmm. just for our own kind of self-centeredness of, of, of our own gratification of what's easy for me, yet the gospel does not call us to what's easy for me. The gospel calls us to proclaiming the matchless name of Jesus into all the nations. And so that requires us to step outside of a me-centeredness to a Christ-centered living. So if you're helping others think through and apply this verse in their lives, how would you do that? Man, this, this is this is the easiest, and I say easiest, but um, you know, one of the most fun kind of practical things. Humanity loves food. Champ, you love food, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so the first thing that I would do, Champ, next time you're in North Carolina, we've already talked about this, man. I would love to have you and your family over to my house um, to have authentic Indian food. Something sounds fantastic. You right? 
um, something beautiful happens when people come together and they sit around a table together and they eat different types of food and, and you're introduced into somebody else's story. And I think that's what's actually happening here with Paul. Paul is calling us into kind of a family relationship where we're inviting each other into each other's stories. And I think very practically, man, food is one of the easiest things. Growing up in high school, I had a group of friends that were um, from, I was Indian, I had a friend who was Chinese, another friend who was Filipino, a friend who was black. And so um, in the summertime, we would literally kind of be like, hey, what ethnicity, from what ethnicity do you want to eat from today? And so mm. I'd be like, I could really go from, for some adobo chicken and some pancit. <laughs> So I'd be like, all right, we're going to Owie's house. And he's, his, his grandma came in from the Philippines and we'd sit there and eat that food. Um, if I wanted really good greens, I'd go to my friend Pierre's house uh, and his mom would make some amazing greens, you know? So, I mean, those are the types of things that we can do today, it, but it causes us to step outside of our comfort zone, to look for opportunities to invite each other into our stories. Um, and uh, just so you know, my wife is white. And I, we always have this conversation, like she has an ethnicity and a cultural context herself. This is not excluded to just people of, of minorities or of a different, um, you know, that don't live in the United States, come from a different region or something like that. Like she's got very deep traditions as well. And so that's something that we're trying to introduce to our children um, and for them to be aware of in their school. Yeah, so what a blessing God gives so many cultures and backgrounds for us to enjoy in His goodness. Joel, would you close our time together praying this verse for all of us? Yeah, Lord, I thank you for the gift of your word. And I thank you for this one little sentence here in Galatians, um, God, where we can know that our background, our ethnicity, um, that our cultures are not things that you've given us to divide us, Lord. But there are blessings that are really markers of who you are and your goodness. And in those um, unique backgrounds that we can be unified under uh, the incredible, powerful name of Jesus. And so we find our unity in Christ. And we help, uh, we ask you, Lord, to, uh, to give us the spirit to enable us to live this out in our everyday lives, in our friendships, and within the context of our churches and families as well. We love you. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.